Real gon' recognize, real gon' recognize, real gon' recognize, real, real Phony gon' recognize, still, still recognize with Like we always do with this time Another evening, time to get it on, time to get it popping one more time, 724-2011, and I'm delighted to be alive today. Not only to be here, I'm definitely delighted to be alive today, as well as you should be, man. Any day that you can open your eyes, it's a beautiful day, it's a lovely thing. You should give all blessings to the Most High that you are here and that you can be here. So shout out to the Most High, he's B.I.G. in my book, just like you guys are B.I.G. in my book, but he's a little bit bigger. (laughs) <laughs> so shout out to everybody out there listening to the KRP Radio Show, man. There's been a lot going on through the week, as every week, every day. You know, there's always a lot going on. Um, people are just living their life, man. A lot, of, a lot of different things are happening in your lives, as well as is happening in my life. So 
I hope you guys, you know, put the right foot forward. You know, today is Sunday. A lot of people don't work on Sunday, so tomorrow will be the day that you need to wake up in the morning, open your eyes, and ask yourself this. Ask yourself this one thing right here. Ask yourself, what will I do with my life today to make a difference for me? What will I do with my life today to make a difference for me? Will I waste this day or will I not waste this day? Make sure, make sure you give your praise to the Most High because, hey, man, frankly, uh, a lot of days we go by. And, um, you know, I've, I've been told this. I've been told by an older gentleman. I can't even remember who told me that. But it's something that stuck with me. He says, son, every day you learn something is a day worth living. And uh, I, that kind of stuck with me, you know. So, you know, on occasion, if, if I'm talking to someone, maybe I'm, maybe I'm talking to one of you. You know, there's, there's no telling. But on occasion when I'm talking to someone and they tell me something that I learned that's new, I feel like I learn something every day. But on occasion when I talk to folks and, uh, you know, I, I learn something brand new, maybe maybe from the kids, maybe from a listener or a business partner, maybe a customer, who knows. But, you know, on occasion when I learn something, I'll say that to myself or I'll say it out loud. I'll say, well, I guess today was worth living. So that's one way to look at it, folks. Every day that you live, try to learn something, try to get something from somebody that's valuable, something that will last and that you can carry with yourself for the rest of your life. And that's exactly what I do. Um, Sometimes I'm stubborn about it, you know what I mean? But, hey, it is what it is. And that's what the show is about today. Um, We're going to, you know, some of it is political, some of it is just for fun. We're going to have a good time on the show, man. We're going to talk about some things. uh, The title of the show is called True Lies. True Lies. We're going to talk about some of the lies that, that, that people have been telling on uh, the president, some of the lies that the president have has been telling to us, um, some lies that we just hear, generally speaking, uh, some things are just not true, and uh, there's a lot of people out here that place everything that they believe into a lie, without even looking it up, without even referencing, without even researching it, you know, no reference checks, no, no anything, you know what I'm saying? So. That's what this show is about, true lies. We're going to talk about some lies and, and you know, a couple of small fibs, uh, a couple of big fibs, you know, just things that are going on around that we've been hearing. And uh, we compiled a list. You know, we got a lot of emails from folks out there who, uh, you know, they sent them some emails or some things that they wanted to be put out there, some things that they wanted us to research. Maybe they already researched it. I don't know. Um, you just You just don't know. So, that's what the show is about, True Lies Day, folks. That's what we'll be going over. We'll also have Charlotte coming through from StretchingYourBudget.com. Charlotte's a new member of the WMMG family, home of the KRP radio show. She's a new member of the show. And uh, what Charlotte does, she gives us nothing but frugal information. You know what I mean? She gives us information where we can save a dollar. She is the epitome of stretching your dollar. Stretching your budget. So that's what Charlotte does for us, man. Definitely love Charlotte and all that she does for the KRP Radio Show, the whole team at WMMG. Shout out to my folks over at WMMG Los Angeles, baby. AM Radio. You can get the station from anywhere from 500 AM to 1600 AM. Not really sure where you're going to get the broadcast, depending on how you're living or if you even will get the broadcast. I don't know. Maybe it's fuzzy. We haven't quite made enough money yet where we can get the station clear, but, you know, we're working on it, man. we we got a couple of little plans out there, but anybody else who want to help, make sure you hit us up, man. 
Hit us up, 619-638-8559 is the number. If you're online and you get cut off and you want to listen to the show, dial that number once again. It's 619-638-8559. That number will get you on the show. And uh, you can just listen by your phone. Um, matter of fact, share that number with somebody. Anybody on Twitter out there, if you're on Twitter land, at symbol KIRP Radio Show, at symbol NC Pudgy, I want you to tweet that number out to your friend. Tell them to call in and tell us about a lie somebody told them. You know, we're talking about lies in general, so let's let's have a little fun with it. Uh, we hope to learn something out of this. I mean, it's it's not only for fun. I mean, I don't I don't do anything that's 100% for fun. My kids will tell you that. With everything, there's a small lesson and there's a small lecture involved. I feel like it's very important to learn something in everything we do. So even if it's very minute, you you need to learn something. So you know that's that's what we set out to do with the KRP Radio Show, man. That's that's what we stand for. You know, that's just us, man. You know, there's no other station like this. There's no other show that's going to bring it to you like this, bring it to you raw, you know, conservative principles, but at the same time, just going to bring it to you true. I have no loyalty to anybody but God Almighty, man. That's that's just me. I rock with a lot of different people um, from a lot of different political aspects, from a lot of different beliefs religiously, from a lot of different faiths. I can work with anybody. We can work with anybody on my team. There's a lot of different... There's a variety of, of people that's on my team that, that does very small, that plays very small roles, but they do a lot of things for the show. So, hey, man, the God I believe in says we can work with all people, but I only have one faith, and I believe in Christ, and that's just me. I think that's right for everybody. Granted, everybody's not going to get it. Everybody's not going to do it, and that's your business at the end of the day. I've done my job. I told you, that's what I rep. That's what I believe in, and here I stand Looking pretty good right now. And my nice um, shout-out to the Golden Gloves out there in Charlotte, North Carolina. You know what I mean? Got this nice Golden Gloves T-shirt from the Charlotte Boxing Academy. Yeah, love it. Appreciate you guys out there, man. Shout-out to my little brother, man. I caught, Well, shout, first shout-out to my little brother, Keon. Shout-out to my brother, Jamal Rowe. You know, got to rep you guys. And also shout-out to my brother. My, my, I, call him, I call him my brother. He's like my adopted. I'm his surrogate big brother. He's got a big brother, but I'm his other big brother. You better know. Shout out to Jamar <laughs> Freeman, professional boxer out there, folks. Look him up, man. Find him on Facebook. Look up Jamar the Truth Freeman. And when I say the truth, let's I'll, I'll put it to you like this. This is so much true, and, and you can go to your fact checks about that. This is so much true that Jamar, his last three fights, if I'm not mistaken, no, okay, two of the last three fights, first-round knockout. Okay, and one of that, one of those three, the guy just quit. I was there to see that. Rock Hill, South Carolina, baby. I was there to see that. I don't know if you guys like boxing. It seems like everybody is going on the MMA side, but I don't know if you like boxing. But it's something beautiful to see the man work his hands like that in those gloves. Let me tell you. You guys got to check him out, man. Jamar the Truth Freeman, he's got some footage on there. You might even see your boy P-Real on there, a.k.a. Pudgy. You might see me on there with Jamar, man. You know, at least on the page, I always drop in and make some comments. You got to give my man encouragement. I feel like we should give anybody who's doing something positive. Jamar does a lot of work with the kids. You know what I mean? He does a lot of things with the kids. Anybody who's doing something positive, for the community, for the world, you know, anywhere in the world. If you're doing something positive, give those people their props, folks. We got to stop hating on people who's doing who's doing the positive things in life. I never understood that why the, why the positive people get hated on. But, you know, it is what it is. But like I was saying before I went on my rant, man, shout out 
to the people over there at WMMG in LA AM radio, 500 to 1600 AM radio, Los Angeles, California. Also to my folks over there, up there, up top in the capital, Washington, D.C. Shout out to you folks over there, WMMG, same network, same channels. You won't be able to get it in the 500s. You probably got to start around, uh, I don't know, six and above, but you should be able to get the show somewhere around Southeast D.C. Shout out to you folks. And also, Got to give a B-I-G shout-out to my folks down here in Burlington, North Carolina, Greensboro area. Shout-out to all you folks, man, who support us down here at WMMG Family. This is where we house the show. This is the home. This is where it all goes down, baby. You get the delay broadcast on the other stations later on in the week. Sometimes it's Tuesday. Sometimes it's Wednesday. Like I said before, man, we're on a budget. We don't have the money to go to a big network network where we can, you know, the show can broadcast same time, same place, all the time. You know, it's a blessing to have folks fitting the, putting up the money for us to even do this show. So, you know, shout out to those folks. And uh, I got to go to a commercial. I'm going to a commercial, and then I'm going to come back with Charlotte from StretchingYourBudget.com. We're talking about true lies in this show, folks. True lies we're talking about. Don't get it twisted. We're not talking about true false. We're talking about true lies. And that's the only thing that's true. True. Truth is truth because there's no lie in it, right? Right? Anybody with me on that? Truth is truth because... If it's Wednesday night at 9.30 p.m. and you got nothing to do, I want you to make some time. Grab your slippers, get your robe on, get some comfortable clothes on, leave your rollers in your hair, and get cozy, real cozy, with a drink in your computer. If you've ever been to a coffee shop before, this is a coffee shop you've never seen before right in the comfort of your own home. Late Night Mike, every Wednesday night at 9.30 p.m., starring your host, Katrina Watkins, poet extraordinaire, and the host act right. My man holds it down. The purely poetic late night Mike poetry show. Hey, if you wanted some good poetry in your life, make sure you log on to www.blogtalkradio.com backslash purely dash poetic. You're listening to WMMG, home of the KIRP radio show, baby. We are now 100,000 listeners strong, and it's all because of you. If you want more information about KIRP radio show, hit us up online. You can visit the website at www.kirpradioshow.com. Again, that's www.kirpradioshow.com. If you're logging online and you're on some social sites, 
make sure you hit us up and like our page on Facebook. That's facebook.com backslash KRRP Radio Show. Add yourself to the page. You can leave a comment. You can talk about the topics, and we'll try our best to get them all and read them off on the show. And if you're also on Twitter, send us a tweet. At symbol KRP Radio Show, and you can hit up the host, and that's me, that's Pudgy, at symbol NC Pudgy. Like I said, we are now over 100,000 listeners strong, and it's all because of you, baby. We started out November 28, 2010, and now we're taking it through 2011 and beyond. We are the KRP Radio Show, and if you don't know what that stands for, that's keeping it real with Pudgy, baby. If you want more information about emailing or you want information about advertising or you want to know where we're going to be here and there, hit us up, krpradio at gmail.com or wmmg500 at gmail.com, and someone will get back to you as soon as possible. Like I said, it's all because of you, baby. 100,000 listeners strong, and we're going on from here. I appreciate you and one love. Y'all know how it is, man. Welcome back to the KRP Radio Show, WMMG, home of the KRP Radio Show. You are rocking with us, man. If you're online, you got an option to use the phone. 619-638-8559 is the number. You can also hit us up on Facebook if you want to make a comment about the show. We'll try to get to your comments before the end of the show, um, like we always do. But sometimes we carry on the commentary towards after the show. Uh, Facebook.com slash KRP Radio Show. If you're on Twitter, make sure you add us at symbol KRP Radio Show, at symbol NC Pudgy. That's me. Like I said before, do not be surprised what I might say. It's serious. It is that serious. You never know what might happen. We're getting ready to go into our segment called Stretching Your Budget, and that segment is with my girl, your girl. Everybody's girl, when it comes to terms of saving money, she'll be there for you. Otherwise, you got to talk to the husband on that. Going to Charlotte from StretchingYourBudget.com, new member of the KRP Radio Show, WMMG, home of the KRP Radio Show. Charlotte, how are you? Doing good, how are you? I'm doing absolutely excellent. I spent way too much money this week, but um, you're going to tell me how to Uh-oh. save some money, I'm sure. I'm going to try. <laughs> it's yours, Charlotte. Take it away. Thank you very much. All right, well, if you were with us last week, we started our series on the basics of how to coupon. We discussed um, how to use a sale plus a coupon to maximize your savings. If you missed that, you can listen to last week's show um, and catch all the stuff that we talked about. So this week we're going to talk about stockpile. Not sure if you know what that word means, but basically it's, just what it says. It's a stockpile of the things that you 
normally use in your house. So our goal with couponing is to stock up on enough stuff to sustain your family until the next time that item goes on sale. So, um, you know, the best thing for you, it's hard to explain because this is probably the hardest thing for anybody to learn how to do um, because most people are like, well, I'm not going to use this right now. Why am I buying so much of it? Um, and you've probably seen all these crazy couponing shows out there and, you know, it looks like hoarding. But we're going to teach you how to do it the realistic way. Um, last week I touched on items go on sale on a six- to eight-week sale cycle. Um, so that means that you want to try to find what the amount is of an item that your family consumes on that six- to eight-week sale cycle. Um, we gave an example of, you know, a box of cereal. Um, so, you know, let's take that example again. If you missed it, it's um, basically if you buy a box of Cinnamon Toast Crunch um, at two sixty nine, it's regular price, but one week you find it on sale for $1.69, and you have that $0.75 cent coupon we talked about that doubles at your store, um, if your store does that, um, that would be a dollar fifty off. So that would make that box of cereal nineteen cents. So our goal is to buy enough of that cereal at nineteen cents to get you through that six to eight week sales cycle until that cereal is going to go back on sale again. So if you know that your family typically uses um, one box of cereal a week, then you want to buy at least six boxes while it's at this nineteen cents price, so that you can stockpile, store up that amount of cereal that uh, your family you know, Charlotte, is going to use. in the middle of talking to Do what? Pudgy? Hello? Are you there? Pudgy, are you there? Hello? Hello?
back. Sorry about that, folks. We lost the fee in the middle of Charlotte's show. She was talk, just talking about uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. <laughs> Sorry about that, Charlotte. <laughs> We're going to bring you right back on here and let you continue on where you left off. My apologies. Here you go, folks. No problem. Okay, so Cinnamon Toast Crunch, thank you for letting me know where we left off. Um, but basically, um, the scenario that we gave last week um, with the Cinnamon Toast Crunch, we found it um, on sale for 19 cents. So our goal for stockpiling is getting enough cereals or whatever item it is that we're trying to stockpile um, to sustain your family for that six to eight week period until the item goes back on sale again. So basically, if you're if you know that your family eats one box of cereal every week, then your goal would be to buy six to eight boxes of cereal to last you your family until that item will go back on sale again. The purpose of this is so that you're not having to buy regular price on items as you run out. I know before I started couponing, and most people that I talk to in our classes, um, you know, they always go to the store when they run out of something. You end up paying full price for the item, and in return, you know, your out-of-pocket is much higher than it would be to pay, you know, when the item is at its rock-bottom price. So your goal is to find out um, how much, your family consumes in the six to eight week sale cycle so that you can stockpile that amount um, while you found that item at the rock bottom price. We talk about rock bottom and lowest prices a lot in couponing, um, but basically uh, you just need to, you know, I talked about this a little bit last week, but try to find a way that you can keep up with how much things cost. Um, you know, on our website we have um tons of references. Um, we've got a PDF file that you can actually print out and write down how much of something is that you use a lot. So find out the rock bottom price, the lowest price possible that's your goal, and then you want to buy enough of that to get you through to that six to eight week period. Um, real quick, and just to put this in perspective, the, the same box of Cinnamon Toast Crunch, I use that because that's what we eat a lot in our house, <laughs> but um, if you paid regular price, which was two sixty nine. And you bought six boxes of those of, at regular price, um, that six to eight week period, that would equal $16.14. Um, and if you paid uh, the 19 cents for six boxes, you'd only be paying $1.14. That averages out to be $130 in savings in one year um, by, by paying the, the sales price versus the regular price. So, what could you do with that $130? So, I'm sure you could do a lot with that. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, you know, it's just that's just one item. Just imagine what you can do with all the items that you, you find on sale. So, um, stockpiling is super important. Um, basically, for us and our family, we just shop out of our stockpile. So, it's kind of like I have my own grocery store in my house. So, we, we base our meals around what we have in our freezer and in our stockpile. And um, we just go shopping on a weekly basis to basically buy our non-perishable, or excuse me, our perishable items and whatever is free or cheap. I always say that because there's always at least something that's free or really cheap each week. So that is your goal for this week to, um, you know, figure out what your family consumes on a six to eight week period and start figuring out those prices of the um, items that you typically buy. I like that stockpiling. That that's something I definitely have to do with all these uh, kids we got running around here. 
Yes, you need to. <laughs> yeah, we stockpile everything. Where where is a good start um for folks to stockpile? Is there is there anything that we shouldn't stockpile on, Charlotte, that that comes to mind? Um, I wouldn't say shouldn't, but I think that one thing to remember is a lot of people think I can't stockpile on meat and yogurt and cheeses and stuff like that, but you can freeze all of that. You can freeze milk, cheese, yogurt, meat, all that kind of stuff, and it lasts up to three months. So, um, you know, anything that you think that your family is going to use and it's a good deal, you need to go ahead and get it. I got it. In here from I got a turkey in the freezer that's from like last Thanksgiving, Charlotte. What you think about that? Um, it might be freezing oh, right now, so I'm not too sure. <laughs> <laughs> you could take it out and see. I mean, what's the worst that would happen? <laughs> man, Charlotte, but, um, I appreciate you, man. It, 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 what, what's the what's the main thing to remember when it comes to stockpiling? What's the main thing? Oh, let's say we wanna we wanna go to the supermarket right now, and, and this is for all the listeners out there. You want to go to the supermarket right now, and you want to save, you know, you want to save a couple dollars on some things you got to buy. So what's the main thing we need to do, the first thing we should do before we even leave out of the house to get us on our way properly? Um, Your first thing is just research, and it doesn't take a lot of time. People think that couponing takes forever, but if this is, you know, you're getting ready to go to the store, go to our website, www.stretchingyourbudget.com. We have all of the matchups. That, the word matchup means that I take the weekly ad and match all the coupons available. So even if you haven't bought any Sunday papers um, to get those inserts, you can print a lot of coupons. And I have all of those printable coupons matched up with those items. So all you would need to do is just print your list off. We have an easy print list. You just click the little buttons beside the item that you want to do, and at the bottom you hit print and you print the coupons that you want to take with you, and then you head to the store. So I do all the hard work for you. <laughs> you definitely do all the hard work, man. I, I was I was just looking at the site just this past weekend um, while I was riding in the car, and uh, you put a lot, a lot of work into that website. I mean a lot of work. There's a lot of good information on that site. I don't know how many folks you all with that, but I'm just curious to know how much time does it take for you to even to, to get all that together. To, to do the blog that I do? Yeah, oh yeah. Well, I, I work full-time, and I have two kids and a husband, and we're active in church, so I sometimes say to myself, how do I even have time? But um, it probably takes five to six hours a day. Wow. Um, I don't sit down and do it all at once, but, you know, if I have a break at work or um, when I get home, you know, after the kids go to bed, <laughs> that kind of thing. So... Um, yeah, it probably takes me about five to six hours each day working on the website. But as far as just couponing, I would say that it probably only takes me an hour to an hour and a half of, you know, my researching, planning, and then going to the store. So it doesn't take too much time. Well, folks, if you don't know, that's Charlotte from WMMG, KRP Radio Show. And don't forget, stretchingyourbudget.com. That's what Charlotte does, man. She she just told you that she does it for six. She does it for six hours, and I think she's probably sandbagging a little bit. I'm willing to bet you take a little bit more than that. But anyway, man, she's one of you guys. The least you could do is spread the message out there. Let other folks know what's going on, where you can find her at. You can listen to the broadcast this right here of this show on www. I hope y'all got a pen out there. You should have been taking notes when she first got on the hook. But anyway. 
KIRPRadioShow.com, StretchingYourBudget.com. Look for Charlotte. Add yourself to the page. Add yourself to the blog. Turn the friend on. Broadcast it. Put it out there for everybody to know. It's good information, folks. It's saving a buck for you. Charlotte, you got any shout-outs before you go? I don't. Do your homework, and you can save lots of money. (laughs) That is, man. Charlotte, see you later, man. We appreciate everything you do, and we will definitely hear from you next week. Thank you. Have a good week. That was Charlotte from StretchingYourBudget.com, folks. Make sure you at least give one little attempt to the website to find out what's going on. StretchingYourBudget.com, KRPRadioShow.com. Look for Charlotte. Look for the website. Look for the blog. Find out what's going on out there. If you're looking for a deal, maybe that's something you want to buy, go to her page, and you can find some two-for-one specials, some 20-cent specials, man. It's out there, man, and I know everybody's trying to save a dollar, so... Don't front and act like you you know you got it. You too good for a coupon. She just said that last week, and I'm not going to repeat it. So go to last week's archive and listen to last week's show. It's right there on the KRP Radio Show dot com page. Charlotte is the number one ticket for you saving the dollar directly in your pocket. But you got to do something for yourself. She's done most of the work, folks. You just got to do something for yourself. We'll be right back. We're talking about lies, lies, lies. Y'all remember that song? Look at all these um, roaches and rumors. Y'all remember that? Anyway, but I don't know why that came to mind. I just thought I'd put it out there. But that was Charlotte, man, and um, she's doing some good things. And we're talking about lives on the KRP Radio Show. 619-638-8559 is the number. Hit us up online on Facebook, at symbol NC Pudgy, at symbol KRP Radio Show. And you can hit us up on YouTube, man. We're all over the place, baby. We global. Now, we international. We like, ho, we international, baby. Look for us. We out there, folks. Check us out. Hey, it's, if it's Wednesday night at 9.30 p.m. and you got nothing to do, I want you to make some time. Grab your slippers, get your robe on, get some comfortable clothes on, leave your rollers in your hair and get cozy, real cozy, with a drink in your computer. If you've ever been to a coffee shop before, this is a coffee shop you've never seen before right in the comfort of your own home. Late Night Mike, every Wednesday night at 9.30 p.m. starring your host, Katrina Watkins, poet extraordinaire, and the host act right. My man holds it down. The purely poetic late night mic poetry show. Hey, if you wanted some good poetry in your life, make sure you log on to www.blogtalkradio.com backslash purely dash poetic. Sound Shoe, the number one online music tournament, encompasses seven different genres, including hip-hop, R&B, country, reggae, reggaeton, pop, rock, and gospel. Music artists, log on to SoundChew.com to compete for a chance to have exclusive access to music listeners across the globe. Build relationships with other music artists and music professionals, plus maximize your exposure and gain worldwide attention. Music listeners, log on now to enjoy new music from up-and-coming artists, then 
vote for the songs you like best to ensure that your favorite artist wins. Also, check out the latest in music news. Music execs and producers scout music talent to find your next big star. Musicians and voters, sign up for SoundChew today. That's www.soundchew.com. S-O-U-N-D-C-H-E-W. Once again, that's www.soundchew.com, the number one online music tournament. Do you have a garage full of old junk? At least you think it's old junk. How about a storage that you've been paying the bill on for so long and you've just been moving stuff into and you're ready to get rid of it when you look at it all the time? Well, if you do... Make sure you contact Faulkner's Antiques before you throw it away. Again, that's Faulkner's Antiques out of Burlington, North Carolina. Faulkner's will pay you top dollar for estates, sterling, old furniture, pottery, signs, old toys, and etc. Faulkner's Antiques, they specialize in some of the most prolific antiques in this part of eastern North Carolina or the USA. So make sure you contact Wayne Prophet at Faulkner's Antiques 336 214-6427. Again, that's Wayne Prophet. That's the man you want to talk to at Faulkner's Antiques, 336-214-6427. And if you get a hold of Wayne, guess what? He'll come to you free of charge. And if you can't get to him at that number, make sure you dial this other number, 336-675-4897. And don't forget, Wayne Prophet at Faulkner's Antiques says, don't forget the reason for the season. the KRP Radio Show. We are back. Topic of the show is lies, lies, lies. We're going to talk about some rumors. We're going to talk about some lies. Talk about some things that some politicians put out there. Um, I didn't get a chance to get a representative here from this site. I'm not even going to say the name of the site um, because I don't have the person here to represent the site the way it should be represented. But uh, if you Google some of the things that I'm saying, you probably can find out, you know, find the information pretty easy, you know. So, you know, we're just going to talk about some lies that's going on. And one thing I noticed is that uh, the president, you know, I hate to even get on that, man, because I'm, I'm so over President Obama and Bush and, and, and the rest of these clowns that always run for office and end up being the president and don't really represent the real people. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm really over that. But I noticed that a lot of things are circulating around the president. Like, you know, I'll say 20% of these uh, these facts are based on the president. Actually, over half of our emails that we got, you know, where people were requesting things about the president or asking things about, you know, what the president said, I'll say over 50% of the emails that I got were, were based on President Obama. Um, but I got my own that I wanted to talk about. I, I got my own little thing here, you know, my own little lie or this thing that's going on. And uh, <laughs> one of the, I don't know if you guys know who Wendy Williams is, right? 
and and for a lot of years, Wendy Williams is is an extreme, uh, very opinionated, now television personality, uh, long time radio personality, and uh, I mean she's off the cuff, man. I mean she she really goes in on these celebrities, and she's always talking about what's going on, and she does the gossip, and you know her whole show is basic basic based around gossip and, and this, that, and the other. Look her up if you don't know who she is, but I'm not saying the woman is uh, not attractive, okay? I'm not saying that, but there's been uh, a whole lot of rumors out there about her, and uh, from what I understand, she's married now, but for, for a lot of years, if you guys know who RuPaul is, and you look at Wendy Williams, you know, you kind of want... RuPaul is a, 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 a drag queen model. <laughs> um, a very big man or a man impersonating a woman. Okay, but there's there's one big rumor or lie circulating around there about Wendy Williams, and the question is, is Wendy Williams really a man? Wendy Williams is she really a man? Now she's a big woman. I gotta give her that. She 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 wears some some tall heels and all that, but. You know, Wendy, she's looking like she's about, you know, in those hills. She could go for about 6'4", 6'3", 6'4". Wendy would be a heavyweight if she boxed. I put it to you like that, a heavyweight. You could put her up against Ali and Mike and all of them. But um, we did our checks, and they found out that Wendy Williams is indeed a man. Fact checker has found it out. We found out she's a man. We sent somebody in to investigate. We won't talk about how the things really went down or what we <laughs> Now, let me stop, man. Wendy Williams is a woman, folks. Whoever sent that question, you know, I I, I hear you. It's, it's, it's crazy. But uh, <laughs> Wendy Williams is a woman. She's not a man. She's all woman. From what we understand, there's there's been no reports of her having any kind of plastic surgery. She was born a woman. And, uh, you know, that's what it is, man. So we can we can put that lie to rest. <laughs> and uh, we can stop talking about the rumor about Wendy Williams. But let me get off that, man. I, I just thought I would put that out there real quick because you know, she, you know, she could she could go for a man. I, I give her that, you know. Shout out to my people over there at the Alamance County Fire Marshal's Office, Alva Sizemore. Shout out to my people over there. Um, you got a shout out from Martinez. I can't Espinosa. I guess that's the last name. So. Giving you a shout-out over there at the Fire Marshal's office. Also got to give a special shout-out to my man, Earl Phillips, the chairman of the National Veterans for Republican Association. The National Veterans for Republican Association. Shout-out to my man, Earl Phillips, over there. He's the chairman of that. If you guys want to look up the website, hit him up at www.nvra.us. Earl is doing some wonderful things out there. Definitely got to give a shout-out to you, man. A B.I.G. shout-out from us at the KRP Radio Show. B.I.G. shout out to you. Um, just talking about lies, folks, and um, we've all told a lie before, right? We we've all, I'm pretty sure we've all told some sort of lie. Even a small fib is a lie. Um, a big fib is a lie. Either way you look at it, a lie is basically a lie. So I didn't really want to put this first one that I'm going to talk about out there because I don't support the organization, but in fairness, I thought that I, I would put these stats out there because, um, well, we're talking about Planned Parenthood. Everybody knows who, who Planned Parenthood is, and I, I don't support Planned Parenthood based off what they do. 
in general, period. I mean, I, I do realize they help a lot of people. They they do a lot of things in their communities. Um, you know, they do a lot of great things for women, this, that, and the third. But the question was asked, um, someone put out there that Planned Parenthood, over 90% of their monies went to abortions, and that's, frankly, that's just not true. And I, I hate to put that out there. I, you know, I'm not going to front, man. I, I don't like Planned Parenthood, okay? I don't support them just because they do abortions and they perform more abortions on black ba- black people than any agency out there that I'm aware of. And if there's another one out there, fact check me, find it out, hit me up, let me know. And I know you will because I get the hate mail or the, let me call it enlightening mail. I definitely get that. But Planned Parenthood, they do not support, they do not use 90% of their funds on abortions. But I will say this. The question was asked, how much of Planned Parenthood services are dedicated to abortion? Um, Does the federal government fund these procedures? The answer is abortions represent 3%, y'all. 3% of the total services provided by Planned Parenthood. That's a long way from 90%. Not defending those folks at all because, like I said, I don't support them, okay, at all. I don't support what they do. I just don't agree with abortion. It's a choice. I get that. But for me, it's bigger than the choice. I think uh, once you sweep choice out of the way, a choice is something that's God-given, not Planned Parenthood-given. You know what I mean? We have a choice to live or die. And no one can stop you from dying if you want to die today. Right now, if you decide to take your life, nobody can really stop that if that's what you really wanted to do. So choice does not matter to me. I don't want to get into that. But as a fact that abortions represent only 3% of the total services provided by Planned Parenthood and roughly 10% of his clients receive an abortion. Now, to me, that's a high number. 10% of their clients receive an abortion. 10%. That's a lot, folks. That's a lot. I don't even have 10% of the listeners uh Telling other folks about the show. And we're sitting at 160,000 folks, probably plus by the time I get the next stat. Shout out to WMMG for that. Um, Planned Parenthood does receive federal funding, but the money cannot be used for abortions by law. Now, you got to take that with a grain of salt because the truth is there's there's different lingo. Um, there's different kind of things that they do in order to use that money for abortions. Okay. I also think that those numbers are skewed. I think it's much higher than that if you look at the number of abortions that's performed per capita. Um, if, you, if you really look at what's going on by day and then you look at the number of folks that go into Planned Parenthood, it's got to be much higher than that. I don't, have the, I don't have the stats. I can't tell you for sure what it is, but I can't really go for the 3%. I think it's a lot higher than 3% personally. I know that there's some things going on with Planned Parenthood right now, so people are looking in real close to them. And, uh, you know, we'll find, we'll find out later what's, what's more true. But right now, as it stands, abortions represent 3% of the total services provided by Planned Parenthood and roughly 10% of his clients receive an abortion. The group does not receive federal funding. I'm sorry, the group does. Let me get that right. Does. Make sure y'all get that down. They do receive federal funding, even though they were founded by eugenicists. Um, the money can't be used for abortions by law. At least that's what they say. So shout out to my uh, my fact my fact finder website for that, and the folks over there at um, the fact finder site. I, I really can't put the name out there because the representative did not come on the show, and I agreed that I would not say the name of the show unless he came on the show. He was not able to be. I'm sorry, she was not able to be on the show. So that's what it is. Um, talking about Medicare, 
this is a this is another question that one of the listeners had. It said, "Will the new health care law raise Medicare's basic monthly premium to two hundred forty-seven dollars in two thousand fourteen, as a viral message claims?" There's been a lot of messages going on there that you probably gotten on your Facebook or your Gmail or you know whatever mail you're using, and, and that says that you know the the basic monthly premium is going to go up to two hundred forty-seven dollars in two thousand fourteen. The answer to that is no. Medicare officials project. Now, this is a projection, folks. You got to know. Here's what I find interesting about this, right? You have an answer to this claim, but then you have to base that answer on a projection. So, you know, based off a projection not actually being uh, a solidified number, I got to refute the answer to this, but I'll, I'll read it off to you guys anyway because we had to look it up. We researched it, and this is what we found to be true thus far. Um, so the question, again, for you folks out there who, who, you know, are wondering about Medicaid and you're getting that email and you're hearing a lot of folks talking about Medicaid in 2014 and this, that, and the other, will the new health care law raise Medicare's basic monthly premium to $247 in 2014 as the viral message claims? No. Medicare officials project the basic premium would be less than half that, but the law will eventually cause 14% of seniors with incomes over $85,000 a year, $170,000 for couples, to pay a higher income-related premiums. Higher income-related premiums, folks. That's the key word, to pay higher income-related premiums up to 5% currently. You got to know that to be true, at least that part to be true, based off the... uh, the, the premise, or, or based off what the president was saying, is that folks that make over the two hundred, two hundred and fifty thousand, maybe two hundred thousand threshold, will have to pay higher taxes, as if people who make two hundred thousand dollars a year is rich somehow. I know a lot of folks that make that per se, but they don't bring that home, and there's a huge difference between what you make and what you bring home. And a lot of folks don't understand what's going on when you start talking about income. If you make $50,000, you're not bringing $50,000 home. You will pay taxes on that. There are a lot of people who don't pay taxes at all and don't even realize that. I'm sorry, don't don't pay taxes at the end of the year. Um, and they, they don't even realize that the tax increases will still hit them at the gas pump, at the supermarket. As Charlotte was saying, you know, save your coupons because it's going to hit you at the supermarket. It's going to hit you with county taxes, vehicle taxes, land taxes. Folks, If just because you don't pay taxes, don't think for one minute that you can escape Uncle Sam. There's no way it's not happening. It's not going down. Not at all. Not at all. So you got to pay attention to what's going on out there. Don't think for a minute that, you know, you're going to be excluded just because at the end of the year you get a tax refund. It ain't going down like that. Um, another question from uh, somewhere in Florida. Does, the pre- the pre- does President Barack Obama support taxing motorists based on the number of miles they drive? Now, here's a big one. On a federal level, no. It is one idea that's being studied as a way to replace the federal gasoline tax. But on a state level, this could be true. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to override the answer of no and say that you will eventually be taxed on the miles that you drive. There are a lot of states where you still have to pay for your permits, North Carolina being one of them. We still have to pay for our stickers. Even though we don't have to put them in the window, we still have to pay for a vehicle inspection. With that vehicle inspection, they check your mileage, they check your odometer. Now, you also pay vehicle insurance. If you put those two together, combined with what they're trying to do on the federal level, it's really going to be a double increase. 
but you got to pay attention to how they're going to do it. They'll they'll diminish one of them. They'll get rid of one, and then they'll add another one, and you'll end up paying twice. Okay, they're not going to do away with state gasoline tax, not at all. Don't don't believe the hype. I know they're talking about investigating this, that, and the other, and the president talking all this slick stuff about what they want to do, and they're going to try to find a different way. It's not going to happen. There's too much revenue there. It's something that we can't get around. You have to pay for gas, and you will be taxed on that gas, whether you like it or not. So, folks, don't get your hopes up thinking that, you know, just because the answer is no right now that you're going to get out of paying for gasoline tax. It's not going to happen. So, you folks down there in Florida, I'm sorry, man. You know, your taxes is lower than ours, if I'm not mistaken, in Florida when it comes to state taxes on gas. Um, so, you know, hang in there the best you can. Uh, here's, a, here's, a, here's something on the deficit. You know, there's been a lot of talk about the deficit out there. People are talking about the money. It's going crazy. You know, folks don't like that Congress can't get along with the president. The president, the administration can't get along with Congress. They can't figure out what they want to do. They're talking about the debt ceiling. This is the most talk about the debt ceiling that I've ever heard in my entire life. There's one fact that I found out there that uh, every president, and I think I, I think I posted this on my Facebook page, but out of the last 10 presidents, every single one of them have raised the debt ceiling. Every single one of them. Now, I'm all for taking care of our country, but I think we need to get to the point where we can manage this budget the way we manage our household. It's just not done. I picked the state budget apart, and it, and it drove me crazy, but I sat there and I picked the state budget apart the best I could and there's a lot of entitlement, entitlements out there that that still exist. But meanwhile, um, they're cutting the school's budget. They're cutting uh, uh, other entitlement plans. There's a lot of things. You know, the state workers have been cut. There's a lot of things that's going on in North Carolina that I'll say that I don't agree with. While I knew cuts had to be made, I just felt like if we had a more decent, uh, a, a more strong um, governor, you know, other than Beth Perdue, and, and I put it out there, man, Beth Perdue to me, she don't understand what's going on. Um, to be an educator, I can't see how she would even allow some of the things that, you know, some of the increases that went out that had to do with education in North Carolina. I just don't get it. I can't see why she didn't afford the voucher bill. I, I don't understand that. Um, you know, there's a group out there that calls her the veto queen, so I'm not even going to refer to her as Beverly Do anymore because she vetoes anything that the Republicans introduce. I'm not saying everything that the Republicans introduce is right. Because I just don't go like that. It might be right so far as the party, but it's not right by all people. And until we realize what's going on with our neighbors and within our own pocketbooks, we're going to be sitting here looking stupid, just like we are right now. Um, a lot of these things that happen, they're going to hit me in the pocket. You know what I mean? School lunches are going to go up um, another quarter. I got four kids in school. We pay. We already pay $2 a week. I'm sorry, $2 a day. So you got to add another quarter to that. Per day, you know what I mean. That's another dollar fifty per child. Yeah, I'm sorry, dollar twenty five per child. That money's coming out of my pocket. I'm not getting any help from that. You know what I mean. We just got to kick that money out. Thanks to Bear Purdue. If you see more troopers on the road, uh, um, more 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 cops on the road with the roadblocks and more tickets have been writing, you can forget about getting the warning tickets. That's the thing of the past, especially here in North Carolina with what's going on with our state budget. The warning tickets are pretty much a thing in the past. You're going to start getting written up for all the small things that you used to get away with because the troopers, their budget have been cut too, okay? So there's a lot of crazy things going on. I just don't understand how 
they could cut those budgets for some of the important things and still have some of the entitlements that that makes no sense um, still available. I just don't get it. But anyway, I, I got to let me go to this next question right here, and it's a deficit question. Is it true that this year the deficit is greater than the total taxable income of Americans earning more than one hundred thousand um, dollars? I don't know. But according to this fact sheet, it says, no, it's not true. The statistics come from a Wall Street Journal editorial, which is being corrected later. So you got to look that up. I don't have the correction of, of what it really was. But that's the prime example of what happened. That's the prime example of what happened. Somebody will, will, will come off the mouth with something that's totally wrong, and, and people will take that and they'll run with it for the rest of their life. You know, just like what I did with the health care bill, I didn't even talk about the amendments. I didn't talk about the amendments. When I went on about the health care bill, a lot of people went off. They didn't bother to research. And then when we came on with the show, I started talking about the amendments, and a lot of them were shocked because they were on my side. So, folks, you got to start reading for yourself. you got to start taking interest on the things that's going on around you because they do matter. They matter a lot more than what 106 and Park matters. They, they matter a lot more than what MTV, MTV matters and, and all these other reality TV shows. And, and the, the, I mean, you you got to really think about What's going on out here, folks? A lot of people are putting their more attention into watching storage wars, right? And I'm not trying to advertise for anybody, especially if they're not paying for their advertisement, and I don't believe in their cause. But we're talking about a reality TV show about people buying the storage, okay, an abandoned storage, and going in that storage and taking the things that's in the storage and flipping that for money that goes in their pocket. We're watching a show on that, but we we won't follow a bill or something that a, 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 a representative has introduced or something that's going on in our own state, our own county, our own district. We won't even pay attention to that when it, if, when it affects us and it takes money out of our pocket, out of our pocket, not someone else's. We got to do better, folks. Anyway, I got to go to a commercial, and I'm coming right back with Sonny because it is F. In deep time, I need. I gotta get a song. I gotta get a song for that, Sonny. We gotta see if we can get down and get a song for that. So when we bring on this segment, you know, the full Negro dialect segment, you know, it can it can have its own distinctive uh, uh, to let people know that hey, it's about to come on, it's about to go down. We're gonna have to bring that on here, man. If we can get that popping, but anyway, FND segment coming up next with Sonny Johnson. The number one online music tournament encompasses seven different genres, including hip-hop, R&B, country, reggae, reggaeton, pop, rock, and gospel. Music artists, log on to SoundChew.com to compete for a chance to have exclusive access to music listeners across the globe. Build relationships with other music artists and music professionals, plus maximize your exposure and gain worldwide attention. Music listeners, log on now to enjoy new music from up-and-coming artists, then vote for the songs you like best to ensure that your favorite artist wins. Also, check out the latest in music news. Music execs and producers, 
scout music talent to find your next big star. Musicians and voters, sign up for Soundchew today. That's www.soundchew.com. S-O-U-N-D-C-H-E-W. Once again, that's www.soundchew.com. The number one online music tournament. Hey, it's, if it's Wednesday night at 9.30 p.m. and you got nothing to do, I want you to make some time. Grab your slippers, get your robe on, get some comfortable clothes on, leave your rollers in your hair and get cozy, real cozy, with a drink in your computer. If you've ever been to a coffee shop before, this is a coffee shop you've never seen before right in the comfort of your own home. Late Night Mike, every Wednesday night at 9.30 p.m. starring your host, Katrina Watkins, poet extraordinaire, and the host act right. My man holds it down for purely poetic late night mic poetry show. Hey, if you wanted some good poetry in your life, make sure you log on to www.blogtalkradio.com backslash purely dash poetic. You're listening to WMMG. Home of the KIRP radio show, baby. We are now 100,000 listeners strong, and it's all because of you. If you want more information about KIRP radio show, hit us up online. You can visit the website at www.kirpradioshow.com. Again, that's www.kirpradioshow.com. If if you're logging online and you're on some social sites, Make sure you hit us up and like our page on Facebook. That's facebook.com backslash KIRP Radio Show. Add yourself to the page. You can leave a comment. You can talk about the topics, and we'll try our best to get them all and read them off on the show. And if you're also on Twitter, send us a tweet at symbol KIRP Radio Show, and you can hit up the host, and that's me, that's Pudgy, at symbol NC Pudgy. Like I said, we are now over one. 100,000 listeners strong, and it's all because of you, baby. We started out November 28, 2010, and now we're taking it through 2011 and beyond. We are the KIRP Radio Show, and if you don't know what that stands for, that's keeping it real with Pudgy, baby. If you want more information about emailing or you want information about advertising or you want to know where we're going to be here and there, hit us up, Radio at gmail.com or WMMG. 500 at gmail.com and someone will get back to you as soon as possible. Like I said, it's all because of you, baby. 100,000 listeners strong and we're going on from here. I appreciate you and one love. To the KRP Radio Show, WMMG, home of the KRP Radio Show. It is time for the segment called FND. If you're on Twitter at symbol Sunny Johnson, S-O-N-N-I-E, you know how to spell Johnson. It's all one word. Make sure you hit up on Twitter. 
You can also hit us up on Twitter at symbol NC Pudgy, at symbol KRP Radio Show. Hit us up, man. We always talking about some crazy stuff on there. Actually, I gotta ask. I gotta hurry up. And, we gotta get hurry up and cue Sunny on because I got a bunch to ask her about what was going on. She had Twitter on fire last week, folks. If you were on Twitter, okay, and you were Sunny Johnson's friend on Twitter last week, folks, she owned Twitter, baby. Own absolutely owned Twitter. Um, real quick, let me go to this email real quick, and then we'll bring the full Negro dialect segment on. We got two minutes anyway. Um, this listener said MV, MTV is no longer relevant. They don't even play music no more. You know what? I never even thought about that. I never thought about that MTV doesn't even play music anymore. Do they even have a music segment? Do they ever have a? Do they even have a music show? Let me bring Sunny on here, man. She could definitely tell us. Sunny, what's up, baby? What's up, P? How you doing? Man, I'm doing. I'm doing. I'm doing. I'm doing beautiful. Doing lovely. Blessed to be alive. You know, to move all my limbs and all that. Good. Always be grateful for that one. Hey, that about about MTV. This is something interesting, and most people don't even pay attention to. MTV has become your teenager's cultural hub. <laughs> if you have a teenager in your house, that is their cultural hub now. So they go there. They can get their advice about who to vote for. They can get their advice about abortion. They can get their advice about shacking up. They can, I mean, any subject that you want to know about as a kid, as a teen, you yeah. can now find on MTV. Yeah. And that's what they turn themselves into. They're a cultural cesspool for the teenagers. <laughs> that's sad, man. You, you remember your MTV raps, man? When they try to paint yeah. that so bad, and now you can go to MTV and watch um, 16 and Pregnant or something like that? Yeah, and that's all you're going to get. Is, but the one thing I will give them credit for is if you ever watch some of their shows, and I'm not, this is not all of them by no means, but some of them, um, I think that if I was younger and I had seen some of them, that I would have learned a lot about what not to do. So let's just hope our kids are smart enough to look at it and to see what that these situations are, what not to do, instead of thinking of it as something they would like to emulate. And I think that as long as we get them on that point where they're looking at, I don't want my life to be like this, yeah. then I, I guess I wouldn't say nothing was really wrong with it. That's a heck of a way to look at it, too. That's that's the proper way to look at it, man, to, to be like, I don't want to be like them. Yeah, I mean that's how it was with hip hop with me. Um, when you hear when you hear the songs about how the guys you know treat some of the women, Mm -hmm. and then you'll hear that same rapper, um, rapper the female that he respects. You uh, you know I always wanted to be that female that was respected, not the one that you smash and grab. You know, (laughs) so it kind of put me in a direction when you start hearing those taglines. Uh, you know that that one night booty call taglines. Then you yeah. start, oh yeah, I know exactly what you want, and you can step away, as opposed to a guy that steps to you and really wants intelligent conversation. So I always go for the intelligent conversation. <laughs> it's amazing how many people like to be called groupies, right? How video? Yeah, but- I mean, come <laughs> on, man, get more self-respect for yourself. Yeah, man. And then, no, what tripped me out is they want to be groupies and they're uh, right around singing independent. Ain't <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, that independent <laughs> about you. Get out of here. Everything did. 
get out of here. Everything on rent until you take it back. For you, Sonny, too, man. There's a, you got a lot of supporters out there. Look, before you go into your segment, I, I got to talk about this right here, first of all, man, because this was crazy. I'm getting emails from all over the place, people calling me like, yo, what's Liverpool, man? What's Liverpool? Tell me about Liverpool. I'm like, yo, you don't know where Liverpool is? <laughs> like, Liverpool is that contradictory place that, more, that most black people live in. Mm-hmm. And, you know, where... You believe in God, but you're okay with abortion. You know, you want to be rich, but you hate the rich. You know, and, and, and it keeps going in, in every single thing. Or you think that white people are the devil, but you will readily admit that the black person will probably slit your throat before anybody else would. Oh. And we live in this contradictory place where we don't put one and one together to make two because the Democrats have, have convinced us for long, so long that it's three, you know, and that's the that's Liberalville. It's the point where you see with your own eyes and you know with your own heart and with your own feeling, yet you will open your mouth and speak dead set against it just because that's what you've been taught to do. And I think that once we bring more attention to what the heart of Liberalville is, then we're going to see some changes. And I got something good coming out in a little while uh, as far as Liberville, too, something extra sweet to go on top. Sonny, check this out. If you support the National Association for Advancement of Communist Party, in parentheses, NAACP, you might <laughs> in Liberville. You might, you might live in Liberville. It was one I was thinking about putting up there, but I didn't. I don't know why, but I was going to put... Um, if you tell your daughter, you tell your 17-year-old daughter to have a baby because the check is about to run out, oh. then you might live in Liberalville. Man, that's great. You should have put that one out. That one I just read came from Kevin Daniels, man. Shout out to our brother Kev, who just celebrated yeah, the birthday. Yeah. 50 years old, baby. Shout out to Kev on his 50th birthday. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he called me the day before and didn't even say anything about it. So, wow. you know, that's the humility of Kev, I guess. Yeah, he don't he don't blow nothing up, man. But we're going to blow your birthday up anyway, Kev. I got you a bottle of wine over here, some cigars, and I can't tell you what else is in the bottle with, in the bag, but you're going to appreciate it. That comes from everybody from FDFNC and everybody at KRP Radio Show and at FND, baby. Happy birthday to my man, Kev Daniels. Shout out to you. Sonny, what you got cooking for me, baby? All right. Now, first and foremost, I want to apologize. Uh-oh. And I could have skimmed over this, and I could have, you know, just pretended it didn't happen, but we ain't going to do that. We big we big and grown up here. Plus, it makes for a good lesson learned the hard way. I Last know. week when I came on, I don't know what I was. I was bringing, I guess, that political voice out of all the other radio shows that I had been on that week. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't me. And I, and I promised myself and I promised you that when I came on here that I would be me. Right. And last week I wasn't. But it goes fast into the principle. Everything I said last week is still 100% true. Now it could just be verified, and I can give you a good example of it. Well, Sonny. We never look, when we get, when we have a mistake and when things don't go the way that they should go, mm-hmm. we automatically assume that we did something wrong or that, um, that it's an insurmountable challenge. And the simple point is, it's not. 
We mess up. Sometimes we don't do things to the best of our own ability, but we have to learn to let it go and to come back swinging the next time. And that's the point where we're at right now. Last week I laid down the challenge to just look at yourself and to take a glance at yourself and figure out what you are, who you are, what you want first and foremost. Well, I'm bringing that back this week, but I'm going to do it our way because I want you to be in the conversation with me like it should be. No doubt. All right? So basically, me and you going to have to tell them something about us to make them understand that we just like them. That's our challenge, right? If we want them to participate with us, then we got to give them a reason to try to trust us. So the first one was to reconnect with God, he of WHWD. You have to go back on your faith. It goes back to letting go all of the stuff that you've done in the past. It goes back to forgiving yourself so you are then able to forgive others and to move on and to not let stuff backdrop you. My mother, my biological mother, born crackhead, all right? I first remember seeing her seven when I was seven years old. I saw her again when I was 13, and she asked me to come move with her so that she could collect child support for my father. I hated this woman, all right? Now, it took me all the way up into my adulthood when I was just walking around with so much anger to realize that if I didn't forgive her and let it go, that I couldn't let go of the anger. So it's nothing new that I'm telling you that it's something that I haven't already done myself. Have you done it, P? I, I've, I've absolutely, positively have done it, still do um, Still doing it? Yeah, still doing it all the time, man. Still still reconnecting, still trying to get myself right. And um, forgiveness is, is, is one of my big ones because, you know, just how we grew up. We grew up, you know, we were trained not to trust people. We were told to yeah. trust but we were shown not to trust people, Sonny. And um Exactly. And that's the point that's the whole point where me and you and Kev, we have a trust amongst right. ourselves. And we need to let that build and let other people in. And for all of us I think our faith plays a huge part in that. So you need to reconnect with your faith. You need to learn the importance of forgiveness. Not for the other person, but for yourself. And you need to understand that it doesn't happen fast. You're not going to have that epiphany moment. Let me get that completely straight. So any of you thinking that you're going to have that sunlight beam go off in your head, it ain't going to happen. You're not going to have a moment of of, uh, 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 epiphany. You're going to struggle every single day, and then two, three weeks down the line, you're going to look at how far you come without even knowing it. And feel good about it. And feel good about it, but you got to expect that you're never going to get that bling, the lights went off moment because it is an everyday challenge. It is not one that goes away. And just us having to repeat this show this week is prime proof and positive of that. Sometimes you have to say, I made a mistake. Let me take another swing at it. And this is case in point on that one. Then the second one I said last week was from the hood aspect of it is that you had to tell somebody. All right, this is the point. When I say you have to tell somebody, you have to say it out loud. You have to be able to tell someone else, look, I'm getting ready to reconnect with God. I'm getting ready to change my life. Now, you will get ridiculed. We warned you. Last week, 
plenty of signals about that. You will get ridiculed. They will do it. But you know that, okay? The haters are always there. You know that they're going to hate on you, so do not be surprised. Do not cower to it. Use it to let it use the experience to thicken your skin for all the attacks that will come your way. Because if you, if you don't got people hating on you, then you're doing something wrong. So Amen. if you didn't have haters before and you always wanted your own personal set of haters, this is how you get them. Ooh. Too much? No, 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 no. Oh, no. Oh, no. The haters come by the boatload. The support only comes one by one. <laughs> but that's it, and it's just that simple. And that you'll start feeling better about what you're doing when you can hear the stupid, senseless reasons people tell you not to do it. At least in my opinion, that's what it was to me. When they can't explain it to you or they can't um, offer you anything better, then do not go to Liberalville. Use your eyes, use your own mind, use your own heart, and use that connection that you have with God to make your decision about who you're going to be. Are you going to be one of them haters, or are you going to be one that's getting hated on? Those are your two options. I like that. I like that. The third, the third thing was to find your hip-hop. If you're part of the culture, find that song, find that movie, find that comedian skit. Find whatever it is that where you identify yourself, where it's your favorite because you see yourself in it, and then realize what it is that makes you like it so much. Make Realize what it is that makes you feel it so much. Now, one thing that I realized is everything that I used to feel mm-hmm. was sad. You know, all my favorite songs used to be sad songs. Like for one t- at one period of time, my favorite love song was Eminem joint where he was killing his wife. <laughs> Whoa. That was my favorite love song because that's just the, where I was mentally and how I felt about some things. You know, but that was my favorite love song. So mm-hmm. for each one of us now... Go and figure out what it is that's your favorite because that will probably give you a clue to where you are mentally, where you are emotionally, emotionally, where you are spiritually, and it will give you a clue about what it is that you love about the culture, and it will also point out some things that you might not like about the culture. And then you need to take those things and apply them back to you and see how they fit in with your life. Mm, that's, that's big. I think a lot of people can relate to that because most of the time we listen to songs that have to do somewhat, or or we listen to artists who we can relate to according to how we're feeling at the time. Like, you know, you might be feeling somebody now and you'll play their music and then years later you'll be like, man, you know, why was I even listening to that? You know? Yeah, because it was that time in your life when you needed that. And, and that's the point. Another point that's in this, uh, in this, segment of it is that we don't value our own culture. If someone attacks hip-hop, we are quick to strike back. We're we're quick to say, why are you always messing on a black person? But yet in the same instance, when they these people who write scripts, these songwriters, these um, comedians, they put time, effort, energy, and thought into what they do. And even though we look at it as entertainment, it should also be looked at uh, culturally 
for what it is contributing to our our overall culture. That doesn't mean that it shapes our culture, but it is a part of it. And if we don't pay attention to the parts, then how are we ever going to get a clear picture of, of the whole thing? I don't you know, think it's like we, we look at the trees, but we miss the forest. And that's kind of what it is with our culture. We look at the individual artist or the individual movie star, but we don't look at the overall picture of what kind of society and what kind of lifestyle it leads us with. In other words, we emulate the stuff that we see on TV and then turn around and wonder why everything looks so bad. You know, it looked bad on TV when you thought it was cool. Yeah. And now when it's in your own backyard, you're like, oh, how did it get this way? You began to emulate and not control your own culture. So that is something very important that's going to be coming up soon is that we have to respect our culture more. And the last one was to find someone in history that inspires you, all right? Here's my thing. Black people cannot talk about black history without talking about white people. Because if you want to talk about Frederick Douglass, then they want to tell you he was a slave. And then it goes about how bad slavery is. Everything gets switched to the white version of how can we blame white people in this part of history. But the thing that we always leave out is what the black people actually did. Mm. You know, we know some of their names. We're like, oh, yeah, they invented the stoplight and they did the first brain surgery. What's their name? Uh, uh, you don't know. But outside of that, was that person a Christian? Was he a practicing Christian? He or she, was she a practicing Christian? How did they feel about capitalism? How did they feel about a family structure? How did they feel about um, being participating in their community? And these are the things that we don't get to look at. We get the day that they were born, the day that they died, and what they invented. Well, that is the nonsense. That's the liberal nonsense. What you really want to know is they became successful. How did they get from born into a a one-room shack with 12 kids to being a multimillionaire that owns their own industry? That should be more important than the date they were born and the date that they died. So, I put it out there to find someone in history. Don't learn about exactly what it is they did, but learn about how they did it. And then find that person that inspires you so you can start, after you figure out who you are and what you want to be, that you can start using that person's blueprint to kind of get you started on how to get there. I like that. I like that. That's real big. To actually find them by name instead of just what they did, find them by name and then really follow their path. And don't just use it as an argument to try to shut up a conservative because most of us know that they're Republicans. The the black person that you're talking about, that you're like, yes, this black person was so great, more than likely they were a Republican. That's the reason you aren't taught about their life in school. That's the reason they only tell you the date. It's because they don't want you to see their conservative principles at work, how they overcame adversity by using the same exact principles that the liberals rally against. You always have to look at the history that you learned in a public school as it being a liberalized history, meaning that certain people have picked 
what they want you to know. And not only did they pick what they want you to know, they picked what they want you to know about what they want you to know. Mm. So you get a very limited scope. And then if you take that limited scope and you mix it in with the culture being the way it is and us painting our picture that way and take us being disconnected from God and take us being afraid to stand out and to be different amongst our family, friends, and community, how do we how do we fix anything in our community when we have this much distrust, this much disconnection? And most importantly, when most of the time our disconnection is happening within ourselves. So like I said last week, if you can't take 20 minutes every week to sit down and to make it all about you and to think about only you and to plan for only you and what you are going to do next, then it's a real problem if you can't spend 20 minutes alone with yourself. You know, a lot a lot of people are, sometimes that's me, Sonny. You know what I mean? Sometimes I, I'll use that excuse is, is that I didn't ha- I had time for everything else, but I didn't have time for that one specific thing that mattered. And, and as much as I come on this show and try to uh, promote folks to, to do that, sometimes I don't do it myself. So I'm glad you put that that's out. True, that's something the, that we that's all the, see. That's the point of me and you doing something like this, that it, do you know how short I fall? I fall so short. And the point is that, you know, a saved one is just a sinner who fell down and got back up. You know, that's it. That's all it is, is that you fail. You mess up. But do you have the strength to come back and do it again? Do you have the strength to make sure that that mistake you made last time is one you'll never make again? It's that that makes you who you are, not your failure. It's not that you failed. It's what you did after you failed. P is a flawed man. I am a flawed woman. It's just that's the way it is. There is no person walking this earth that isn't flawed. But when you start looking at yourself and looking at your flaws, not running from them, but learning from them, then that's when you'll start to look at the haters with a smile and and talk and find that time for yourself. Find that time for God. Give appreciation to your culture for what it has given you, while also figuring out what things you need to fight against in your culture. And love your community by telling them the truth, not catering to them, and not doing what's going to make you popular, but doing what what is right, and that is telling truth. The truth is definitely unpopular. I, I'm finding that out right now. You know, the show is growing, but um, I'm noticing that a, a lot of my friends are dwindling. <laughs> And I don't mind that because you know what? It means that I'm standing for something, and I'm standing for something that's right. And when you, when no, you put, they'll come back. They'll huh? come back. Cool kids tell them it's okay. But it, it, at that point, what you'll have around you is an army that can't be broken because it'll be the ones who stood up in the beginning. And that's kind of the most important thing is that you stand up now. It doesn't matter if you don't have it all together. It doesn't matter if you don't have it perfectly. None of us do. It's just that you have chosen a, a moment to stand up now, you know, to to tell God, forgive me for my sins, you know, to tell your friends I'm about to do something different, to change what you listen to and what you watch maybe, and to find some person that is inspires you to do things that you had never dreamed possible. 
these are the things that I'm not going to say are going to solve the problems of this country, but it's going to get us to a place where we are the people who are able to handle the problems of this country. The answer lies within us, man, and until we can get to that point where we realize how powerful we are, collectively we are very powerful. Individually we are powerful, but, you know, when you get people together that believes in the same thing, we can't be stopped. I don't care who they put before us. They would have to actually kill us to silence us, you know, to not listen. And, and but the point us, is, right now they got us collectively, and yeah. and why they have us collectively? They basically they're trying to keep all of us even, and yeah. all of us having the same amount. Well, the, the the simple part, the simple fact of the matter is that there will always be the bad amongst us. And I'm like, if you sit up here screaming f the police, f the police, then okay, okay, go to your city council and get your police taken away. And then see if you're going to be saying that when the gangs take over. Yeah. See, you, you better be careful what you're asking for. See, if you really want to say F the police, then make sure you're telling everybody in your community to arm themselves so that they can be their own police officers. Because if you say F the police and the police leave and you have nothing to fill the vacuum, oh, you best believe the bad guys will come and fill the vacuum. So... And that instinct is is we have to learn our own individual power. Each one of us is granted by the Second Amendment the right to own and bear arms. Sure. If we did that, then maybe they would cut the police instead of cutting the teachers. Uh, or, you know, or going after the school lunch program. Because we would stop the crime ourselves. So there wouldn't need, be a need for as many police. And, and that's kind of the point. And like I said, and I'll leave on this note, but when Ann Rand said it best, there's only one thing that government can do, and that is to convict the criminals. And when they run out of criminals to convict, then they start making up laws until it's impossible for you to be anything but a criminal. So the point is, if you don't want the police in your business that you need to police yourself, and that also requires a small government so you can stop them from adding new laws to um to make you once again a criminal. And that's kind of what most gun laws are. They're just more ways to, to hem people up and to get more people into the system. A lot of black guys weren't felons when they got caught with their first gun. They should have had it legally. But they're not, they don't take that as a right that they have, and that's a shame. So think individually for a minute, and then once we get our individual selves together, then we can come together collectively. Because if we don't know who we are and then we jump into a collective, then we become the Borg. You know, if, I don't know if you remember Star Trek. I, I want to say Star Trek. I hope it's Star Trek. But they had the Borg. I never watched it, but I watched this one season of it. Yeah. And the the Borg is the big collection where all of the people get hooked into the machine, and they're like this powerful force. But there's no individuality. There, There's no choice. There's no singing. There's no dancing. There's no laughter. There's no love. There's no humanization. You know, yes, they're a powerful force, but none of them thinks for themselves. None of them is productive. None of them reaches out to help the other one. And that's kind of where we are right now. We're the Borg. 
where we want to all vote and push for Democrats, but individually we we don't help each other. We we stab each other in the back. We tell lies about each other and spread rumors about each other. We, you know, are like the board, and we need to separate, figure out who we are individually, and then come back in knowing exactly who we are, exactly what we want, because then we'll start to find the people that fit around us. You know, not the people that want to suck from us, not the people that want to drag us down, not the people that want to slit your throat, but the people who are like, okay, you know what? You got the talent, he got the space, he got the equipment, and I got the startup dough. Let's do it. Yeah, You'll man. start getting those people around you. And and that is a great feeling because I, I know that I didn't feel that way until I found you and I found Kevin, I found Dewey. We got FND. This is kind of our thing. Each one of us individual, each one of us out making our own mistakes, but we come together for the commonality of what we want to change in the black community. And I think that that is the winning recipe. That is the winning recipe, and that's what I love, and that's why we do this, and that's why I'm here, because I know that individuality matters. And uh, if you if you stand on your individuality for all right, for what you believe to be is right, um, um, for me, was, was Christ-based. You know, and I, I feel like, you know, Christ can't steer me wrong. You know, for good or bad, or, or no matter what people put out there, my belief in Christ and, and the teachings of Christ can't steer me wrong at all. And once you get with a group of people who stand on individuality and what they believe as an individual, you can start, you can come together as a group and figure out what you stand for together. And then we can exactly, get... Exactly, because you don't have the problems of... This one wanted to do this, and this one wanted to do that, so y'all button heads. It's not that problem, because you're like, okay, I want to do this. And they're like, okay, well, how can I help you? But it's, they still know that it's your project, and that's the way it is. Um, it is mergers. They don't want us to learn the language of money. That's full Negro dialect, Okay. They merge ideas, they share ideas, but each each one of them individually has their own product. Like, um, I'll use video games because I had this on my mind earlier, but you get an engine, you get a, a video game engine. Well, the people who created the engine then give the engine to Xbox Live. They give it to PlayStation. They give it to game developers because they need the game developers to be able to develop games on the system and they need the system to be able to play on the console. So the whole um you have this whole group of people who each do three different things, but they all depend on each other to come through with their product. And that's where that's where we need to get to. When we're at that point where you're strong, I'm strong, he's strong, she's strong, and we can help each other through our own strength, you know, and we can give each other products and we can give each other advice and we can give each other warnings and we can be how they build the conglomerate. This is yeah. how the big companies come up. And we just have to start somewhere. Well, here's where we start, Sonny, man. This is what we do, and this is the perfect way to start, folks. KRPRadioShow.com every Sunday, 8 o'clock, man. You can catch Sonny on here. You can catch me on here dropping jewels. You can also catch Charlotte on here. And, you know, this is what we do on occasion. Kevin Daniels will be on here and selective guests. 
I kind of went away from having um, other guests because we have an agenda to get out, Sonny. And, and I think that, you know, the agenda for what we believe it is, um, you know, less government, indiv- individuality, total, complete freedom. You know what I mean? Understand, yeah. Ice Walk, this is what we stand for. And a lot of people I know that's from our community, they want the same things, but they live, they vote, and they support the opposite. Liberalville. Liberalville at its best. That's Liberalville. And it, it doesn't have a name, and we didn't know it, you know. And that's the whole point now is that now it has a name. Now we know what it is. It's like we were fighting a boogeyman, and they made the boogeyman white people. They made the boogeyman rich people. They made the boogeyman, you know, everything that they could think of to make you fight for them and against something. But now you actually have a name to the boogeyman. The name to the boogeyman is Contradiction. Wow. That's his name. His name is Contradiction. It means that if in your heart of hearts you believe one thing, but you can rationalize it away because you want to fit in, then you are being you are being contradictory. You are being a hypocrite. That is Liberalville. So let's see what we can do in the next couple of weeks. Sonny, how can everybody else get involved with this Liberalville movement? All right, we're going to have Liberalville Monday. If you are on Twitter... Put the hashtag Liberalville. Come up with your best Liberalville line. Come up with your best contradiction. And we're going to run them all day on Monday. And we're going to get people saying Liberalville, and we're going to get them knowing what it is, and then you're going to start hearing it on TV, and you're going to start hearing it on other radio stations. We're going to get it out to the point where branding is everything. And we're going to make it cool, at least to what people want to know about it. And and that's going to be the start. It's just sparking a conversation. So if I do that, any other tweets you want to have about questions, anything, you can um, hashtag that to FND, which is full Negro dialect. You can hit me up at Sonny, um, Sonny Johnson, and on Facebook, Sonny Johnson as well. There it is, man, the FND segment of the week. Sonny, any shout-outs? Oh, to Charlotte. Big up, Charlotte. All right, I'm going to be, not only is stockpiling good for the fact of how much money you can save, yeah. in case there is a flood, a freak storm, or say we don't pass the debt ceiling and our economy actually crashes, then you can have extra food and storage in your house just in case. So not only will you save a little money, is if something does happen and something does go wrong, then you'll have the ability to take care of you and your family at least for a little while. So big ups to Charlotte for that um for that for that segment. That was wonderful. No doubt, man. Charlotte holds it down for us. Holds it down. Sonny, I gotta ask you real quick though, because the show was on lies and I only went over a couple, you know, I go in and I start talking about this stuff and then I start elaborating instead of just reading off the questions that we got. But um, what's the biggest, I won't say lie, but what's the biggest misconception about conservatives? The, the biggest misconception about conservatives. I would say that, you know, that we're all like the Carlton Banks, the stuck-up kind, because that is, I think, the biggest misconception. But I think that you pointed out one. That um, 
that really stuck with me is that we have this we think that we're liberal. You know, we think that we're liberal, and you pointed this out to me the other day when we were talking. We are we are where conservatives came from. You know, we are the ones who reuse the sandwich bags. We are, you know, we are the ones that turn the mayonnaise jars into cups. Yeah. We are, you know, we are the frugal ones. We we invented what conservative is, taking the taking the intestines and college chitlins and I don't eat that stuff, but I'm just using that for an, for an example, <laughs> is that we take the worst of what is given to us and we turn it into something good, and that's the essence of a conservative. So stop saying that you're liberal. Stop saying that you're, you know what I'm saying? If you and your sister pass genes back and forth between your kids when they change sizes, then you are a conservative. Do not fight it. Do not be ashamed of it. Keep saving your money and do what you do. There it is. Y'all heard it right here, man. I got to go to commercial. Then I'm going to come back. I got to read off some of these facts. You guys are going to find it very interesting, man. I know you're going to love it, but I'm sure you just love this segment with Sonny Johnson. Shout out to all the folks out there who listening in the L.A., Washington and North Kakalaki. I appreciate you guys. Sonny Johnson just blew it up for us, man. If you guys are just logging on to the show or you're listening by phone, make sure you hit us up, 619-638-8559 via phone, www.krpradioshow.com via website. Check us out. Yeah, man. That's what we do all day. That be you. The number one online music tournament encompasses seven different genres, including hip-hop, R&B, country, reggae, reggaeton, pop, rock, and gospel. Music artists, log on to SoundChew.com to compete for a chance to have exclusive access to music listeners across the globe. Build relationships with other music artists and music professionals, plus maximize your exposure and gain worldwide attention. Music listeners, log on now to enjoy new music from up-and-coming artists, then... Vote for the songs you like best to ensure that your favorite artist wins. Also, check out the latest in music news. Music execs and producers, scout music talent to find your next big star. Musicians and voters, sign up for SoundChew today. That's www.soundchew.com. S-O-U-N-D-C-H-E-W. Once again, that's www.soundchew.com, the number one online music tournament. If you're looking for a quick outfit, make sure you hit up Flavor Fashion Urban Clothing for Men and Women. Flavor Fashion Urban Clothing for Men and Women is located downtown Charlotte, 4520 North Tryon Street, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28213. Their phone number is 704-599-8404. Once again, their phone number is 704-599-8404. Also got to give a special shout-out to the FND segment that was sponsored by The Corner Magazine. The Corner Magazine founder, Edwin Timberlake Jr., 
president and CEO. If you'd like to contact The Corner Magazine for maybe your ad or to find out what's going on in the community near you, hit The Corner Magazine up at www.thecornermag.com. And also, got to give a special shout-out to my folks out there at the Autism Society. Excuse me, 60,000 North Carolina families are affected by autism. One out of every 110 children born today will be diagnosed with autism. If you have any questions or you need support, they can help. The Autism Society of North Carolina, 1-800-442-2762, www.autismsociety-northcarolina.org. We're back, folks. KIRP Radio Show, WMMG, home of the KIRP Radio Show. Shout out to everybody out there who's listening to the show, man. We got about 15, I'm sorry, 11 more minutes left in the show for this Sunday. And we just been rocking, man. You you guys know we always have a topic for the show. Um, You know, we always have some things going on. But sometimes we get carried away because we feel passionate about the message that we support. And, um, you know, the delivery in it. And, and, you know, we just, we we represent, man. We represent who we are and what we do. So there's a lot of shout-outs going on. There's a lot of supporters out there. I appreciate what everybody's doing out there for us. If you want to hit the show up on Facebook, facebook.com backslash KIRP Radio Show. On Twitter, at symbol KIRP Radio Show, at symbol NC Pudgy. Make sure you add those. Um, Folks, look out for my campaign it's called I Love Being a Black Father. Look out for that campaign. I want you guys to tell somebody about that campaign. I want you to like that campaign. It's just a simple Facebook page for the most part right now. I'm doing some great things, man. I, we just got a DA on. Well, we're speaking to a DA, trying to get a DA on board. And, um, you know, if we do that, there's, there's a lot more. There, there's some good things we can do if we get a DA on board. There's some good things we can do, at least for the state of North Carolina. So, you know, I love being a black father. Look for it on Facebook. It's a movement, man. We're, we're trying to take back the identity and, and the explanation that is given when someone, you know, brings up a black father or, or a black father comes into conversation or a father in general. But more so a black father because there are less of us out here. You know, there, there are more black fathers that's incarcerated, more black fathers that are dying per capita every single day. Um you know, it is what it is, man. We really got to take back the identity of that because I am a well-represented, and, and I say well-represented, and I do to my own harm because that's something I work hard at, much harder than I work, much harder than I do anything else. I work hard at being a good father to my children, leaving a good example, talking to them, lecturing them, having fun with them, just loving them in general. We got to take back the definition of a black father because I am neither a deadbeat, I am neither a sperm donor, None of that. You can't put none of that in the conversation with me. And I know, God knows how many other brothers out there that that's doing the same thing in their household, man. So that, we got to stand up for something that I feel is very important. And um, you know, despite the president's comments that he made on that day at, at that on that Father's Day or Mother's Day in, in that church when he was trying to get votes, I might add. Um, you know, you know what? I, I just said to someone the other day. With, with the president being the opportunist that he is, he's a great opportunist, man. You, you might not like his policy, okay, 
but you got to give it to the man. The man is is clever. He's a he's a great speaker and he's clever. I know the stuttering and all that. I mean, we all do that. I I do that too. But so far as delivery, we never saw anybody run a ground campaign like that before. And I hope that there's some independents out there that are going to run for office. I think we need more math teachers. I think we need more science science teachers. Um, you know, just good people in the neighborhood. I think we need more regular people running for office. More people that can associate the laws with the way that they live their life instead of a way that a party might see fit. Democrat or Republic, I don't I don't I don't care for either one of them, okay? I don't care for either one of them. But what really matters is that we stand for what's right. So, you know, I was saying to somebody the other day, I, I bet the president looked back at that moment and goes, Wow, I really blew it because if it was me on that day, I would have said, look at me now. Since he, he, proclaims, he proclaims to be black, I would say, look at me now. I am the epitome of a black father. I'm the president of the United States. I got children. I take care of my kids. I'm married. I got a wife. I got a good family. My background wasn't squeaky clean. You know, I, my mom was this. My dad was this. Wasn't around. But here I stand. I, I thought that, you know, when he said that, I, I disagree with it, and, and I started paying more attention to the president, and there's a lot of things I don't like about the man and, and about some things that he did. I respect his position, and I respect who he is, but I thought he could have took that moment and really stood there and turned the tables for what black fathers believe in and how black fathers are looked at today. But instead, he ridiculed it and reinvented that sperm donor, that deadbeat dad, that no-good man in America, so far speaking on black men, I know it, it may have been a lot of right from what he was saying, but that was already understood out there. I mean, a lot of people already understood that. People already had their own theories about, you know, what black fathers are, you know, for right or wrong. You know, everybody already, it was already concluded. So I thought he could have done something great by standing up and saying, you know, here I am. And, you know, to my brothers out there who aren't doing quite this yet or who can't be at this level or who's still trying to make it hang on, it's never too late. Keep pushing, keep pushing, keep pushing. I thought that would have been a better message, but instead we got something different. So anyway, shout out to the president because just because of you, I started this campaign called I Love Being a Black Father, and I will rep this campaign, and I will I'll march for this campaign and whatever we got to do for the rest of my life to the day that I die. And I hope when I die that my sons will take on and or some of you guys will take it on and deliver the message too. So spread that out to your people, man. Also on the KRP Radio show.com website there's an event called love for life it's not scratch dead folks we're getting sponsors that's going to pay for the whole thing so it will be free to the general public go to the site log on there's a page on there that says information contact information put your information in on there and in the block where it says uh, um, comment just put L for L and we'll sign you up to the list so when we finally get it done you'll be a part of that show it's a beautiful thing man you know we're going to we're going to really help some people along with this thing. I think it's God sent. I think it's heaven sent. So we're going to stick it out, and we're going to make it happen. If i got to pay for it myself out of my own pocket. Um, so, you know, shout out to everybody out there who listens to the show, and I really appreciate you getting on some of these lives. And I only got five minutes in the show, but I'm just going to go down the list because we got a lot of emails on these lives and just things in general. Um, one was about the stimulus package. I, I know you guys remember back when, the stimulus checks and, and, you know, everything was sent out. And there was a question that was sent to us. It said, uh, were stimulus payments made Were stimulus payments made to dead people and prison inmates? Um, the answer to that, yes, actually 89,000 
checks were paid to dead people and inmates together. According to an official audit anyway, about half of the $22 million was returned, though. Half of it. $22 million sent out, half of it was returned. These are the mistakes that our government is making, man. These are the things that we don't pay attention to, the things that we're not aware of. The audit, they actually blame Congress and the Social Security Administration for that $22 million that was sent out wrongfully. So half of that was returned. The other half up in flames, and we're going to have to pay for it. You know, it is what it is. This, this is what happens when we get ridiculous uh, legislation sent out. You know, those checks should have never been out. We could have done something different with that money. You know, you're talking about securing the economy. In my mind, that wasn't the way to do it. Um, tax increases. With the, this, this is the next question. Will the largest tax hike in history in America, I'm sorry, will the largest tax hike in the history of America take effect next year? Will ordinary taxpayers see skyrocket taxes? Um, the answer to that, according to our political fact check site, it says uh, that's not likely. Um, there's scary emails going out, tax hikes in 2011. They probably won't take effect or probably won't apply to families making under $250,000 a year. Uh, one tax site is pure fiction. However, to go above what my fact check site said, everybody that makes $250,000 a year ain't rich, folks. That don't mean they got it like that. For small business owners that may generate that revenue, there's a lot of truck drivers out there that generate that kind of income. They're not rich. You got to think about what they have to pay for, what it takes to run that business, and what they're bringing home. If you understand the way business works, you don't bring home you bring home a very small amount of the income that you generate. Very small amount of income. So but going back to the site, you know, to answer the question, it says, you know, that's not likely. One tax hike is pure fiction. Um another question comes to us from Las Vegas, Nevada, um, talking about the Pentagon mosque. Is there a mosque inside the Pentagon? The Pen- um the answer is the Pentagon has a non denominational chapel that holds services for employees who follow various religions. There it is. I'm, I'm not even going to go for that. Um, another question on tax-funded tax funded abortions. Uh, will will all will all legal abortions be covered by the federally subsidized health insurance policies in state high-risk pools? No. The department. The answer is no. The Department of Human and Health Services, Health and Human Services, says that only abortions covered will be those in cases of rape, incest or the mother's life is in danger. Now, I could go in on that answer, okay? But in, in out of respect for, you know, the lady from the fact, political fact check site not could not be here tonight, I'm not going to really go in that. But I will say, who determines a life being in danger? Who determines a life being in danger? I could suffer from high blood pressure all my life, and my life will always be in danger. You can suffer from asthma all your life, and your life always be in danger. So you got to watch the words that are being used, folks, when you start talking about stuff like this. You got to watch the legislation. You got to watch what's really going on and the specific things that people are saying. This, this administration is tricky. The words that they use is is very precise and very well thought out. Okay, it's all wordplay. You got to pay attention to what's going on deeper than what you see on the surface. And find out, you know, what the real truth is. The answer may be no, but that may be no specifically to the question that was asked and not overall. Okay? Not overall. 
did Congress slip $150 to $250 monthly tax into the new health care law to pay for home care for the elderly? The answer is no. The new Class Act program is voluntary. Premiums are estimated to $123 per month for workers who choose to participate. It covers home care for all those who become disabled at any age, not just those over age 65. You know, that is what it is. Um, this question came, you know, I'm not going to do the Muslim versus Christian, the, the mosque and all this stuff, man. I'm not going to go there. Here's, here's a good question. General Motors debt. Did General Motors repay the TARP loan from the Treasury with other TARP money? Yes. GM repaid the loan portion of the automaker bailout ahead of schedule with interest. It used TARP money and has already received that it had already received but, but hadn't spent. Um, taxpayers are still stuck with the GM stock that isn't worth much, you know, what it was paid for. So it is what it is. GM did repay that money back. They still have some money. Um, a lot of people don't even realize that they took more than one loan, that they were helped more than once. Um, man, I got to go. This is it. I'm, I'm over for the show. I got people that's going to listen to the show in L.A. and Washington and in North Carolina. Well, not North Carolina because they're hearing the show right now. But in L.A. and Washington, that's going to hear the show on WMMG AM radio, 500 through 1600 AM. Shout out to you guys. And if they're not getting this part of the broadcast, it's because I'm over time. But for my North Carolina folks and all my web folks, I appreciate you guys listening in and catching this little extra segment of the show. Um, shout out to everybody who listened to the show, man. You guys are B-I-G in my book. Got to give a special shout out to the Corner Magazine. Uh, proceed with caution. The C4CG. Also, shout out to my man Earl Phillips at the NVRA. Uh, many more shout outs to everybody out there, man. Flavor Fashion, SoundTrue.com, Frederick Douglass Foundation, so many more. FND, Sonny Johnson, Kevin Daniels. Shout out to everybody out there, man. I appreciate you guys listening to the show. I appreciate you always coming on here. And remember, we are the most popular. We're the hottest conservative, black conservative radio show in North Carolina, and pretty soon to be in the world. So, you know, keep rocking with us, man. You guys are the reason we are what we are, and I appreciate you, you know, doing what you're doing for the show. It is what it is, man. We're going to go next week. We'll be right back on. We'll have an author on next week. I cannot pronounce the name right now because I'm not sure which author is going to come on the show, but, you know, we're going to have an author on the show next week, and, uh, We'll get some video out there on our YouTube, man. Let you guys check our YouTube out. Same time, same place next week. www.krp radio show. I appreciate you rocking with me, man. Support, much love to everybody out there. Yeah, we do with this time. I go for mine. I get the shine. Let's go, you